That's right, Sweet Peas. It's me. It's me. Hello. Well, hello there, my little Sweet Peas and my little Love Muffins from all around the big, the big blue world. This is your hostess, Miss Tiffany Mark, and calling you live from Kingston, Ontario, Canada, the home of Limestone, and the home to me, Miss Tiffany Morgan. That's right, sweet peas. That's right. Hello, Al. Hello. <laughs> All right. So, um, Tiffany Morgan, who am I? Who am I? I, I am a uh, drag queen extraordinaire uh, living here, my living my best life here in Kingston, Ontario, Canada. And uh, why is it getting so dark suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> the clouds are looming in on me. Oh my goodness sakes. And uh, you are listening to CFRC 101.9 FM here in Kingston, Ontario. And yeah, you know, I'm trying to live my best life during uh, some tough times here during the pandemics and stuff like that. And with the threats of space debris. Oh no! Is the rockets going to land on me? Oh no! I'm a, the Chinese rockets. They're they're falling to to Earth. Oh my God! Is it going to hit me? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I know. I know the Chinese want me off the playing field. They they have it out for me. They definitely have it out for me. They were targeting Sweet Pea Studios. I tell you. <laughs> but no, 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 no. It 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 was interesting. How that became um, uh, newsworthy, almost, because the, the likelihood of, of of anyone getting hurt by any space debris or co- not not comets, but meteorites or something like that, it's very very rare. And of course, it did land in the ocean. <laughs> I don't know. Did you feel that it was a bit of a bit of a choreographed sort of news story, sort of a made up sort of news story, almost? They got some people really panicked out there, though. Did, did you have any friends or family, or were yourself, were you worried about uh, the space debris coming down? So if you don't know the story, Chinese Space Agency sent uh, a rocket up into the space. <laughs> up into the air in space. The rocket, like the fuselages and stuff like that, were discarded and they were coming back into the atmosphere. And they were supposed to burn up in the atmosphere, but I guess they were like, well, um, some of it might not burn up and we don't know where it's going to land. Because <laughs> we didn't calculate that <laughs> at a time. Can you imagine? Oh my goodness sakes. <laughs> uh, didn't calculate where they would land, so... But they're probably going to land in the water. They're probably going to land in the water. Sure. Okay. That sounds great. <laughs> no, they weren't. They weren't going after people. But I, I had, I had people who were genuinely concerned. There was some concern about, uh, you know, not maybe not themselves, but others, you know, being hurt and stuff like that. Skylab in 1979. Okay, so. Skylab was a space station, was it not, Al? So, um, if if you're wondering what's going on on the radio, I do film this live, not film, well, record this live um, on my Facebooks and stuff, and, and I'm able to interact with people who are uh, listening here. So, yeah, Skylab, okay, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, there were fears about that too, but it's just, it's like, I don't know, like, the likelihood of anyone getting hit, even from, like, a human shot out rocket like out into space and and that the likelihood of that is just like so low and uh yeah 
But then again, you know, we are in that world. We are in that world where there's been some vaccine hesitancy or not necessarily. It's it's a it's anecdotal evidence. It's anecdotal. It's just, you know, word of mouth sort of evidence. But there's stories that crashed into Australia. Skylab crashed. Okay, I'm, I don't know my history. I don't know my history, Al. I'm going to have to look into that. So Skylab, which was a space station, came back down to Earth in 1979 and apparently landed in Australia. But did it, did it hit a dingo or kangaroo or a koala? Oh, God forbid it hit a koala. Please tell me it did not hit a koala. <laughs> oh, those poor little things. <laughs> oh, gosh. But there, apparently there's been some hesitancy, uh, and that's why uh, Ontario announced, well, not why, but just recently, in the last 24 hours, Ontario announced that uh, they're, whole, uh, they're pulling back a little bit of the AstraZeneca. And uh, I guess there were some shopping around, and, you know, to be honest, uh, that was kind of me too. Like, I really preferred a Pfizer or Moderna. But if uh, the first shot that was going to come, you know, into my arm was an AstraZeneca, I was not going to say no to that. <laughs> I want, I give me the shots, give me the shots. And I'll talk about that in a moment. Like, give me the shots. I want to get vaccinated, whatever, whatever it is. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they, but people's, um, you know, we are a little bit stressed out because of, you know, the stay at home orders here in Ontario. We're a little stressed out, and uh, that can come up. The stress, increased stress levels can come up as over-worrying or worrying about things that, you know, you maybe, you you know, during a good day, you wouldn't normally worry about that, but now you're worrying about that because your stress levels are up. Uh, Yeah, that's exactly. Skylab coming down in 1979 is way before my time, exactly. (laughs) 100 and 10%, Al. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so while we're talking about vaccines, so I'm safe, uh, uh, marked as safe from falling space debris. There we am. There we are. Uh, I kind of jumped over to vaccines. Guess what, sweeties? <laughs> this week, the eligibility requirements for a booking a vaccine online through the Ontario.ca slash book vaccine um, to get them at your local public health, so Kingston Front Eye Clinics and Anderson Public Health, that uh, the criteria changed on the website on Tuesday, uh, this last Tuesday, so more people can go and book online. And I would, uh, I would urge listeners out there uh, to check the uh, Ontario.ca, uh, the requirements, uh, sorry, the eligibility requirements, sorry, the eligibility, eligibility requirements, to see where you land in the eligibility scale. So uh, they, uh, there was some changes to that uh, as of Tuesday, which made me eligible to book online. And guess what, sweet peas? Guess what? I booked. I booked a COVID vaccination appointment this Sunday, this Sunday. <laughs> and when you book it online through um, through that and getting the vaccines through public health, they actually also uh, book your second shot because this is a this is a double shot vaccination and uh, Labor Day weekend. 
is my second shot. So, um, yeah, I kind of wish it was a little bit sooner than that. Because <laughs> I really wanted to go crazy in August. <laughs> but, hey, Labor Day, I, I, hey, I'm happy. I was so overjoyed. I was so overjoyed. If I had tear ducts, I would be cry. I would have. I would have been crying. I, I, you know, as a drag queen extraordinaire, I had them removed and made as matching earrings. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I never did. <laughs> I was. I was basically. I was so overjoyed that I was almost in tears. And uh, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to it on Sunday. Uh, get that first shot into me. Uh, like I said, check the eligibility requirements. I hear that there's, uh, you know, um, I was on multiple waiting lists at pharmacies because I was eligible through pharmacies uh, for a few weeks now, but no callbacks, no uh, emails back or anything like that. But hey, you know, now I'm eligible through um, public health and I'm going to get it. And I'm going to get it. <laughs> and they hand out the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines. So. Is it wrong to admit that? I I hope this is not wrong to admit that. I, I would prefer one of those. <laughs> oh, goodness sakes. I think it's wrong. I would have accepted, like I said, I would have accepted whatever came first. Whatever came first. Um, and I would suggest that to all you out there as well. So you're listening to CFRC 101.9 FM here in Kingston. And I am your hostess, Miss Tiffany Morgan. And I'm just sitting here, you know, chatting away, uh, talking about things. I want to um, kind of change topics a bit. Uh, so there there will be some changes coming. Uh, well, there's change. Well, changes are coming. They always, Change always happens. I don't know where I'm going with that. Change, change is constant, and constant is change. So... Um, if any of you, if any of you listen to any of my other programming uh, that I do uh, online, not on CFRC, but online, so th uh, what's the Maple Tea, which is a, a podcast, uh, like a live broadcast podcast that we do uh, with uh, Rowena Way and myself, the Maple Tea.ca. Um, we are changing the uh, schedules of those recordings to be Tuesday nights. Uh, because we're hoping that with the summer months and with uh, more vaccination out there, that we'll be able to do live drag shows uh, in person. And that those tend to be on the weekends. <laughs> those tend to be on the weekends. So Fridays and Saturdays and stuff. Are we going to be staying at home and recording uh, What's the Maple Tea? Uh, or getting out there and with masks and social distancing? Probably still in effect, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but be able to do live drag shows. I, we both agreed we want to be able to do live drag shows out there. We want to be able to do that. <laughs> um, speaking about live drag shows, there's been some uh, developments. There's been some developments, Sweet Peas. So there is a... Uh, actually, let me go over to my events here. There we go. There's been an announcement, Sweet Peas. Jimbo. Jimbo. Did you watch Canada's Drag Race? Did you watch Canada's Drag Race at all? Season 1. 
It uh, came out a while ago. I think you can still watch it on some of the streaming platforms out there. I know you can get it on uh, um, another streaming platform. <laughs> BBC. <laughs> uh, you can still watch that. And uh, so it was uh, filmed... In November, the, uh, yeah, if you're watching it you're, and you're wondering why they're all covered up in blankets, it was it was a very cold studio by the looks of it. Um, but uh, Jimbo was one of the contestants, a drag uh, queen from British Columbia. And Jimbo is coming to Kingston, sweep. He's coming to Kingston on June 18th. On June 18th, uh, tickets are available on Eventbrite. Through the House of Tours and House is H A U S, the House, the House of Tours, and uh, yeah, buy your tickets ahead of time. Uh, social distancing, obviously, in fact, and stuff like that. But I'm really looking forward to that because I believe I'm I'm pretty. I think they asked me to work on it, <laughs> work that show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm working that show. I'm going to meet Jimbo. We're going to meet Jimbo. Now, if any of you watch Candace Drag Race, Jimbo's a little bit of a crazy character. I'm a little nervous <laughs> to see what she does. <laughs> Very over-exaggerated uh, kind of uh, features. Because well, this is for radio. I'm going to call them features. They can be used as flotation devices for a small crew of six. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but the overall look and stuff of that, um, uh, just, uh, just amazing. Just amazing. Was, uh, I think Jimbo was in the final four, if I remember correctly, but coming to Kingston June 18th, June 18th. So I hope you, uh, uh, can take a look at that. Um, also, uh, coming up as well is, uh, Boa. Boa, again, another Candace Drag Race contestant is uh, coming to Kingston May 29th. May 29th. Now, I know, Sweet Peas, a lot of people are holding back on buying tickets because they're worried uh, that, um, you know, if uh, lockdown gets extended, um, hmm, who knows? Like, you know, it, it's something you have to think about for yourself. Um, but I will say that House of Taurus is, is really, really good at uh, either rebooking or uh, finding uh, some sort of thing there um, to uh, if, if things change. But that that is a go. That is a go uh, for Saturday, May 29th, all ages event, uh, BOA. Uh, and and I was able to uh, speak to BOA. Uh, we did a little audio podcast on the Maple Tea uh, .ca, and uh, it was not, it was great talking to Boa, it, it, and we kind of talked about you know how drag has been affected the pandemic, so you know you know how it is, uh, and uh, you know this is not well this is an event this is an event but I, I'm going to be pushing this so you're listening to Tiffany Morgan drag queen extraordinaire uh, here in Kingston Ontario Canada and this is C for C. 101.9 FM Breakfast with Tiffany. Uh, that's what the program's called. So, Rowena Way, who is a great drag artist, and I love her to bits. We, we, we do a lot of things together. We do a lot of things together, including the Maple Team. Did I mention that? I think I plugged that too many times. <laughs> uh, but Rowena Way has decided 
to participate in the Friends for Life bike rally. So let's talk a little bit about the Friends for Life bike rally. So the Friends for Life bike rally it was traditionally a rally, uh, so a, um, a fundraising event. Uh, cyclists would cycle from Toronto to Montreal, stopping in Kingston. Um, they would have a big old party here in Kingston, and they would uh, go on to Montreal, and they were raising uh, money for uh, HIV-AIDS, uh, 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 People with AIDS Society in Toronto. Now, that has uh, grown that has grown now, and now uh, our local HIV-AIDS Regional Services, or HARS, HARS.ca, they are participating as well, and they are getting some of the funding through this as well. So, um, riders from Toronto will start in Toronto, but riders in Kingston could start here in Kingston and then go to Montreal, and that's what Rowena's doing. So she's going to ride from Kingston to Montreal, it's going to be three days. It's going to be over 300 kilometers, and that's going to be in August. Um, and, of course, she is trying to... This is a fundraiser, so she, she's looking for sponsors. She's looking for... Um, when I say sponsors, I mean cash money. <laughs> well, you know, not necessarily cash money, but, you know, sign into her website and donate. Uh, donations are very much welcome, and uh, you can uh, do that. Uh, just check out her Facebook page. Uh, facebook.com slash Rowena Way, and that's uh, R-O-W-E-N-A, and last name W-H-E-Y, as in Kurds and Way, W-H-E-Y. Uh, and uh, there should be links for that as well. Um, and oh my goodness sakes, like really, my hat off to her for, for doing this. It's, uh, it's a great fundraiser, and uh, lots of fun from what I hear, but... Uh, Unless they're going to allow electric solar bikes or something like that in in it, I'm not participating. <laughs> but I participated in in putting together like entertainment here in Kingston when the riders stop here in Kingston because they stop overnight and they have you know some dinners and some drinks and then you know some drag shows. So, <laughs> uh, so Justin's just messaged me. Imagine, um. Jimbo and Thorgy doing a oh, wow, Jimbo and Thorgy doing a show together. Crazy, 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 crazy. <laughs> oh yes. So um, uh, other people are messaging too. Uh, they love the stopover in Kingston because it tends to, it tends to be most of the riders tend to be uh, gay men and uh, they're just you know they're doing this as a as a great cause and then they're you know letting their hair down here in Kingston. And it's great to participate with that. And for the last, like, I don't know how many years, they've been hosting uh, this big drag show um, for the riders. And the, and the, uh, so bikerally.org, bikerally.org, if you want to look more into this information about the, the Friends for Life bike rally. But uh, where was I going before? There's the riders. So let's say there's 10 riders. But the support crew, there's 30 support crew. It's like one rider and then three support crews sort of thing. So it's a huge thing. You can have 20 people and then the rest of the support crew. It's in, it's a huge endeavor. So they like to they like to enjoy themselves when they're stopped over here in Kingston. And, uh, and you know, us Kingston residents, uh, we, we jump in too. We, 
even if it's on a Tuesday or a Wednesday night, which it tends to be. <laughs> which it tends to be, exactly. I'm having questions about what they're going to be. I don't know what they're doing. Um, I think they're trying to hold off on, on um, you know, um, making uh, huge plans about gathering for obvious reasons during the COVID times. So we'll know more closer to the date for the bike rally. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you want to sponsor, uh, donate, uh, to Rowena Way, she has to generate at minimum $2,000 to participate in the bike rally because, like I said, lots of support crews, there, it, it costs money to do this and, uh, but it does all the uh, proceeds, you know, um, go to, um, uh, uh, uh AIDS uh, organizations and charities and stuff like that, um, including HARS. HARS is getting a cut out of that. That's great. I, I, I think I've been talking about Rowena a little bit too much on my own program. <laughs> she, she's getting way too much airtime on Breakfast with Tiffany. <laughs> with your host, Tiffany Morgan, on CFRC 101.9 FM or CFRC.ca. Other events. What, what other events are going on here in Kingston? So, I'm going to go to outend.ca. That's outend.ca and uh, events. We can find events here. And one event that uh, I think is really exciting, although if you're listening to this uh, on CFRC, uh, unfortunately, it's in the past. But uh, it's uh, the Kingston LGBTQ Archives. They're hosting meeting, a community meeting on the LGBTQ Archives as Collaborative Model. And that's at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, May the 12th. Sorry, Sweet Peas, if you missed it. Sorry about that. There's not a whole lot of events, like queer events, going on in Kingston that we can do virtually. And this is a, this is a great one. I, I think I'm going to uh, participate, uh, like, you know, join in on the Zoom. Sit back and listen, you know, something to do. And it, it sounds really exciting. I'm all about history. <laughs> queer history here in Kingston. So I talked about Jemba. <laughs> but, uh, let's, uh, oh, I talked about my vaccine. I'm getting my vaccine Sunday. Yay. I'm so excited. Oh, my. Ask me again after the vaccine. Hopefully I won't have a really sore arm afterwards. But hey, that goes away. That goes away. The Grow With Me Challenge. I posted a video. If you don't know what the Grow With Me Challenge is, we, uh, I'm, I'm asking my listeners, my viewers out there, to, um, if you're growing stuff, to join a Facebook group, share some photos. Um, we were trying to grow, you know, I was trying to encourage people to grow uh, some of the similar plants and stuff like that. But of course, because we were in COVID, not everyone got the seeds, not everyone wanted. So uh, I'm, I'm growing some tomatoes, cucumbers, all that kind of stuff. I posted a video because uh, of me showing how I'm potting up um, my little seedlings. So the seedlings are growing in little, 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 little pots. And now the roots are well established and they're moving out of the pot. It's too early. It's too, too early to plant them out into the garden space right now. So I'm going to, uh, as we call it, potted up, pot them up. So I put them in a larger, in larger little pots, give them more room to grow and get to be a much more healthier bigger plant and then when it's much warmer outside <laughs> then we can plant them out into the soil 
But uh, one thing I said in the video, which I'm going to focus more on right now, is um, you start thinking about hardening, harden off your um, indoor grown veggies. So if you started veggies or any kind of plants that are going to go outside, if you started them indoors by seed, they're really uh, comfortable with the indoor environment. They're uh, they're they're nice and happy in inside right now. They, you're probably giving them you know the the light that they're used to. You're giving them the moisture that they you're giving. Most importantly, you're giving the temperatures and also the uh, the um, wind. There's no wind in the house, sort of thing. So um, and then putting them outside. The environment, the inside environment is, uh, they're very uh, uh, comfortable with the indoor environment. And then when you take them outside, that's the outside environment. And there's a lot more, you know, in just the elements, the elements beating your plant. Sunlight levels are higher. Um, there's wind. There's rain. There's uh, temperature fluctuations, like the nights here are, are getting like below 5 degrees Celsius at night in downtown Kingston. And during the day, it's what, like 15 degrees Celsius? So that's not like a normal indoor temperature, <laughs> which tends to be 20 degrees Celsius or, or thereabouts um, consistently. So you need to, what we call, harden them off, get them used to being outside. So that could be bringing them into, if you have a greenhouse, bringing them into a greenhouse. Um, be careful of the light levels, though, because uh, an indoor plant going into full sun, you could damage them because that's too much sun. They're not used to that much sun. Just like, you know, us really uh, alabaster-skinned <laughs> northern climate girls. You know, we need to put the sunscreen on before going out for a full day in the sun. <laughs> uh, they're also not used to the temperature fluctuations, the wind and stuff. So what you can do is the weeks leading up to planning out, because we hope to plan out for the Victoria Day weekend, uh, the weeks leading up, the days leading up, at least a week leading up, you start taking them out during the day. You put them in a, in a shaded spot, uh, shaded uh, from the sun and also from uh, the winds and stuff like that. And then they can start building up. And then you slowly move them to even more sunnier spots or more exposed spots with some more um, wind and, and elements like that. And then um, eventually you'll just, uh, once they've kind of got used to that, uh, you know, it's... It's going to be a long process, not just, you know, day one shade, day two full sun. Like, you know, you got to give it some time. <laughs> I would say, I don't I don't know, how how long would you say, um, uh, listeners, how, how long would you say? I'm thinking, you know, you need like a two weeks slowly moving them. And then you can leave them by the garden plot um, and... Uh, and just get get them ready for that garden plot. I'm thinking it's gonna it's gonna take a while. It's gonna take a while for you to to get those babies ready. Get those babies ready for the outdoors and to be planted in the garden. Planted in the garden. Yeah, I, I think with my plants, I'm gonna give them at least. Well, they're gonna go into the greenhouse uh, in a shaded spot in the greenhouse. And then some of them are going to be planted outside. So I'm thinking two weeks. 
I'm thinking two weeks, that whole transition process to be, you know, nice and ready and getting out there. But, sweepies, I'm out of time. I'm out of time. So you've been listening to C4C, Breakfast with Tiffany, on C4C 101.9 FM, C4C.ca, or on Tiffany.com, <laughs> T-Y-F-F-A-N-I-E.com. And I'm your host, Miss Tiffany Morgan. I give you my love. Mwah. You stay safe now. <laughs>